You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 311. My world begins in yesterday. A look at Karate Kid number one. Episode 311 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I'm Paul French, and today I am Box Troll Boy. How was it? It was good. It was good. I um I still I still prefer Paranorman, but um, I, I love Paranorman. Paranorman was awesome, and I, I think twist. And and I think yeah. it was a bit. I, I liked it a bit better than this one, but but I think that's partly just the story itself as opposed to like the style uh, stylistically this was this was awesome and uh and i don't want to underplay how good it was but um but yeah took the uh the big girl to see it uh we had a little movie pass for her that was expiring this week and i thought well Ooh. we can't let that go unused no and okay. so we um we went to see that and um yeah, she, she really was it, it scary for her at all? Uh, she doesn't get scared by stuff, really. Oh, you know, she because it, it, ever since you know what what, what really ever cured since she me? saw Murray in the light. Come well, on. there's that. Um, hey, it's Unky Murray. <laughs> uh, be careful. She's, she's a big sister now. She can't be scared. That's so. right. That's yeah, right. That's true, but yeah. I'd be careful saying that about Murray because you know he's not going to take it. No, <laughs> no, he's, he's not, not going to take it. it. <laughs> he's not going to take it anymore. Anymore. <laughs> nice to get his earworm going early in the episode. <laughs> early on Monday <laughs> morning. No, yeah, um, the box trolls. How, how long will it be till you get your text, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm on afternoon, so it could be at any time. You never know. Yeah, exactly. The, the box trolls there. They had they had a booth at Fan Expo. Oh, really? They were giving away they were giving away little things, including uh, iPhone cases made out of cardboard. Wow, that's that's neat. awesome. Yeah, no, it was it was really cool. It was like a little cardboard box for your iPhone. It was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because if you take the box off, then you're naked, no matter what I, you're wearing under. Yeah. I what is? I, I kind of want to see it, if only for the randomness of the cast: Ben Kingsley and Nick Frost. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, and uh, yeah, Nick Frost is really funny, and I quite liked his bit. Um, That's cool. I, I actually thought Simon Pegg was someone different um, as oh, I was. I didn't know Simon Pegg was in it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So as I was watching it, I thought he was someone different, and um, until and until his character actually turns up, and then it's like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right about the sort of it, it is. It is a, an interesting collection of people doing the voices. Um, and there's a there's a neat little tag bit um, that if you're a fan of of, of claymation animation uh, is quite amusing, and uh, I don't want to go any further than that because uh, we, it's, we hope to see it next weekend. It's, it's fun to just see and uh, and enjoy the way the way it's done. So, um, yeah. So that's uh, that's me for this week. That you for this weekend? Indeed. I'm assuming Box Trolls is a movie coming out soon. It's a movie that is al- already <laughs> out. <laughs> Okay. Yes, yeah. yes. So see, it's coming out in the there. future. It's, it's they're made by, and They're made out of boxes. I get it. Okay. <laughs> it's made by Henry Selig, the Oops. guy from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, uh, Coraline. Oh, him. Okay. And, and done by the guys well, who did Paranorman. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. See, I love Paranorman because it's it's a little trivia. It's the first time they've ever had an animated character be gay. Oh. Ever. Really? <laughs> really. At, at least in a full-length hey. feature I've, film. What about, Snaggle, what about Snaggletooth? Come on. Close for a minute here. I mean, full-length feature film. Come on. I've seen Charlotte's Web, Darren. I know. Temple. That rat is not straight. <laughs> <laughs> that was due to the gifted voice... Um, over of uh, uh, Mr. Paul Lind, who is Lind for the block. Yeah, always he's always blocking. And, oh. <sighs> I miss Paul. Oh. He was just fabulous. Anyway, um, <laughs> and I am Darren Noel, and I guess I'm out of touch with pop culture because I'm taking three classes and working a full time job. Thank oh, you. There you go. That's it. That's it. No, no sympathy, just a fact. Uh, uh, I'm Matt Kramer, and this weekend I was a busy boy again on Friday night. Uh, Sarah and I, along with a listener of the show, Michael Schultz, went Woo-hoo! to see a concert in downtown Milwaukee. The, a band of uh, a, a geeky girl... Like, duet band called the double clicks if you've never heard of them oh yeah they're they're awesome if you ever get a chance Very cool. to see them, see them live paul they will be at pegasus and uh, at uh, silver snail on september 29th really that's yes. that's tomorrow oh that is yes you are correct. <laughs> i mean that's, i mean that's, that's today that's today oh today <laughs> yeah now, dude today. so yeah that's probably a bit of late notice <laughs> but yeah that's it, pro- it possibly already happened <laughs> it's saturday we went to sarah's alma mater for their homecoming and we sat around and did nothing relating to football and <laughs> today we went to the milwaukee maker fair which is a like a big arts and crafts festival full of geeky stuff they nice. had a giant they had a life-size version of the mousetrap game oh. they had ro- a robbie the robot walking around they had a booth where you could learn how to make your own r2d2 that's awesome it was really cool and i bought a, a sketch card of howard the duck and the artist gave me a discount for knowing who the, who it was because uh-huh. people kept walking up all day and saying, why is Donald Duck smoking a cigar? <laughs> and I'm like, hey, that's an awesome Howard the Duck. He's like, how much is it? And like, he, he said, well, there, I had been selling him for 20 but you know who it is. So 10 bucks. Nice. <laughs> yeah, sometimes so a cigar is just a knew- cigar. When I knew exactly, Darren. <laughs> and then when Darren's around, ee, you don't want to know what that is. Mm. No, thank you. No stogies here. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, that's it for me. And I am Scott Coles, and I am coming down with something, kid. Oh no! I don't know uh, what's going on. I blame My the head's squirrel. half stuffed. I also blame the squirrel. Yeah, squirrel plague. Because he can't stop me. Squirrel plague. Yeah. Yeah. He did sleep on my chest last night, so that uh, could be him. He's stealing your breath. He's stealing yeah, your right. breath, yes. Just like a cat's paw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. Exactly like that. I was like, what was troll. that from? 
And I don't have a cat to stop him. Oh, jeez. Mm. <laughs> I got to get one of those little hats for him with the bells on it. Exactly. Just train the boy. <laughs> exactly. Close enough. So we're going to try and get through this and not die. Absolutely. Hey, one, one other thing I forgot to mention um, is something very cool showed up on my doorstep on uh, on Friday. Hurry. Mm. It was a super thick showcase volume. Ooh. In Ooh. fact, I, I'm looking at the... I think it's every bit as thick as... I, I thought the Trial of the Flash one was the biggest one, and then the Spectre volume one came out. And now oh. this one, I think, rivals it. And it is, I speak, of course, of Captain Carrot and his amazing zoo oh. crew. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So it includes, yeah, yeah, it just it just came out. So I, I ordered it on, it, it came out, like, not this past week, but the week before. And I didn't get around to ordering it until Thursday, and, uh, and it arrived Friday. And, um, wow. Yeah. Thank you, Amazon. And, um, oh, wait, let's not talk about that. They, they didn't pay for that placement. Um, hey, that, that's, that, that, but that's slow compared to, based on the advertising I've seen in the movie Scott Pilgrim. This is true. That, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, anyway, so it, it arrived. It includes the, uh, the, the 16-pager from um, uh, New Teen Titans uh, number 16. Um, issues one through twenty of the regular series, and mm-hmm. which is the entire series, and <laughs> um, the uh, mini series, the Oz Wonderland War, oh, which is so cool. really hard to find. I yeah, have yeah, it really is. read that, so I may pick that up just to read the Oz Wonderland War. Well, you know, and it's just like I say, nice, nice. Big old showcase volume. Ah, God, I love the showcases, and uh, and I love that they're still putting them out. And I love that this finally came out because this has been sitting on on the solicit list forever. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, but it is. Uh, I can I can state unequivocally that it is here. And, Yay. Um, and so uh, <laughs> so for all all those who want to uh, get their their funny animal thing going. It's it 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 is here. Yay! So, there we go. I guess. Right, I will have to do, I will have to look for that next time in the store. Yeah, yeah. It's very very awesome. So. Um, Scott Shaw. Yes, yeah, Scott Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> Are you speaking Klingon now? What's well, no, it's here? just uh, Scott Shaw always has the exc- oh. exclamation yeah. point at the end of his name. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, uh, Darren. No, I just heard it really quickly. It sounded like something Worf would say. So. Yeah, well, well he, Worf may be a fan. I'm not going to judge. Maybe, I, I, maybe. I did. I did spit a little bit. So. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, Darren. Um, Spit or swallow those are your choices. <laughs> <laughs> um, at any rate, um, so so yeah, let's uh, something we've been wanting to dig into for a while, and uh, thank you to uh, uh, to Michael for uh, for enabling us on this. Um, <laughs> We're going to get into, finally, a, a series that we've talked about a lot. Yeah, the first uh, spinoff yeah. of the Legion. The first solo Legion title exactly. out there. Exactly. And I think the reason why this happened was because of the popularity of a Mr. Bruce Lee mm-hmm. um, at the height of the 70s martial arts craze. 
And he had just anyone, died anyone else? a couple of years before this. Yeah, uh, he had just... That was definitely the reason. I mean, that you know, they that um, it was all the rage, and it was um, you know basically, hey, let's start doing a um, a martial arts series. And um, and Levitt's mentioned, you know, hey, we've got uh, mm-hmm. we've got a Legion character called uh, Karate Kid. Why don't we do that? So so that's what they did. And now he wasn't with the book for very long, um, but yeah. uh, anyway, I still oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I still remember when I picked up the first issue of Karate Kid before I was a Legion reader. Uh-huh. I'm like, ooh, Karate Kid, because I thought it was tied to the movie. Ah, mm-hmm. there you go. Yep. And I was when, I was curious about one thing with Karate Kid. Go ahead, Scott. I was just wondering when in relation to uh, Richard Dragon Kung Fu Fighter. That's exactly what I was looking up right to make around sure the same about. No, right Richard, Richard Dragon Kung Fu Fighter came out in April, May '75. Karate Kid Number One debuted in '76, about a year later. Wow. Ah, see. Richard, if anyone hasn't read Richard Dragon, that is a good series. But really, really, before before Richard, yeah. there was no oh. real Richard, kung fu character in oh, DC. You, you, really, you don't you 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 know who first debuted in that title scott bronze no. tiger bronze tiger oh really yeah huh. mm-hmm. cool yeah i, I, mean, I always see it at the cons and stuff time but... well but yeah it's an enjoyable read if oh. you enjoy it it's not as good as like master of kung fu but oh, well but what is <laughs> that's such a good series and, and it is i, written wish, by they Denny I wish they could have an essential of that out yeah I, they could stupid sex Romer estate. Yeah. <laughs> we'll 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 talk further about that. I I may be able to um, help you resolve some of that. <laughs> um, With the help of the internets, because we were talking about it a while back, and so yeah. Um, mm. um, <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to find a, 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 a mention of, of how that all started out with the okay, um, so, in you know what I yeah I guess I don't really want to uh, do too much in the way of, uh, of 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 breaking this down because it'll actually uh, kind of spoil stuff. Um, but anyway, so so yeah, that that was basically the reasoning behind it, and um, and, and a writer that we're going to see come into it is uh, um, li- listed as Barry Jameson, <laughs> but that actually wasn't his name. His name is of course uh, David Michelinie. Yeah. Oh um, uh, yeah. And uh, and so uh, some early DC work from him. Um, you know, best known of course for writing Spider-Man for many years, Iron Man for for several years. Um, and he also wrote Superman and Action Comics during the Triangle years. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, so yes. But at this point, he was uh, <laughs> using the um, the the name Barry Jameson as a pseudonym. So, so there we go. So, um, anyway, why don't, why don't you start us off then, Scott? All right. So we have the Karate Kid here. Nice red cover. It always catches the eye on the stands. Mm-hmm. He's kicking some dudes in the face, as he is wont to do, mm-hmm. as he leaps from a Karate Kid-shaped hole in the time bubble, <laughs> where Saturn Girl, Lightning Lad, Superman, Superboy, and uh, Mon-El are hanging out with their hands on their fists, hands on their hips. 
getting ready to do the time warp. <laughs> Just jump to the left. Yeah. Uh, if they all jump to the left, though, then the time bubble rolls. And- <laughs> uh, yeah, it's that's the problem. Right. It's messy. Everything it's the in the Tesseract warp, gets all messed up. It's no good. It is the time warp. They'll all fall in the basement with the pink fluff. <laughs> yes. So the uh, opening page here is, At last, the Legion of Superheroes, master of the martial arts in his own magazine. Battling the Legion's fiercest foe, Nemesis Kid? Really? Well, <laughs> you know, it's comic book speak. But, I mean... It's Stanley hyperbole. Just go with it. Stanley Stanley's from the other company. Now you have to now you have to pay. He said his name. Oh whatever. Yeah, yeah, but you know, the that's I'll that's, pay him my in my Marvel movie residuals, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, uh, it, Nemesis Kid would turn out to be a fairly significant villain for Karate Kid. Yeah. Well, true. yeah. <laughs> true <Yeah>. that. <laughs> Thanks, Giffen. But, yeah. yeah, I never really understood that's his that biggest whole foe. Deal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Chief Giffen is his biggest foe. That should be who's standing here right now. He doesn't actually have any superpowers, though. So how can he counter? Apparently, his he superpower? does, sir. Apparently, he does. He does not. He has, he has a super. He has karate. an eraser. That's super karate. Super karate. So for some reason, uh, Nemesis Kid has a force field. I guess that's his power counter- counteracting the kicks to the face <laughs> somehow. Yeah. So uh, he uh, starts applying some crushing pressure to the uh, force field with like a judo hold or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, it breaks apart. Kablamo. And then, but the explosion stunned him as well. Nemesis Kid's power saves him from all that stuff. He has anything he needs to battle a single foe, no matter who they are. In seconds, I'll have adopted a new power. <laughs> and I love, but, I, I love that he's 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 like, just so you know, this is why yeah. I chose the name Nemesis Kid. <laughs> and also, this is what is in the time it takes him to tell him all this. Yeah. It gives ti- Karate Kid time to recover <laughs> exactly. and punch him in the face. <laughs> Stupid villain monologuing. <laughs> so he's punching out Nemesis Kid, and uh, suddenly a time bubble pops up, and there's Brainiac 5 and Lightning Lad, Saturn Girl, and Monel. They come running out. Doodly doo doo. And he's like, we didn't, even, we didn't even know where you were. What's going on? I have no idea what's going on now. So, my world <laughs> begins in yesterday. Dun, oh, dun, yeah. dun. oh, I That's see. A... This is a double-page spread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a... So, it has to be right across, across the, the top. top. Yeah. All right. I missed that part of it. So, Nemesis Kid just sort of blooped. He kind of popped then... out there. Okay. So, he disappears. Then the time bubble shows up. Or the time bubble shows up as he disappears. And then they're like, hey, we didn't know where you were. And he's like, I didn't want you to know. And Brainy's taking my the place fight. of Superboy because, well, Superboy sells issues. Yeah. <laughs> so now that they showed up, uh, Nemesis Kid could use his power to escape. He can only teleport away when faced with more than one foe. You suck. Poor, poor Karate Kid. 
he's very angry. He's making very angry face and angry hands. I didn't know Nemesis Kid could teleport away when faced with only mm. with more than one foe. I think that's unique that's to this issue, a perhaps. New thing, I think. Yeah, because back in the episode, in the issue, in the Adventure Comics, Duo Damsel takes him down because mm-hmm. right. he's fighting two girls and he can't adapt to them. So, <laughs> and Brainy saucy bugger. He's like, ah, you're highly inaccurate. In fact, your odds of defeating Nemesis Kid were uh, no good before we came. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'll show you inaccurate. <laughs> For Clavin? <laughs> Look at my vigorous jazz hands. <laughs> he starts getting on Brainy's case because Brainy was supposed to develop a perfect cell to hold him in. Uh-huh. So his adaptation power couldn't get him through the cell wall, so it transported him to the past before the cell was built. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that is an amazing power this dude has. Yeah. How he ever got killed, I have no idea, because clearly something like that should have happened. Um, he got killed by a queen. That's how it happened. He uh, Plus, it, it also left an after image of him that fooled, him for a, fooled those guys for a year. Really? That, that <laughs> is an awesome, awesome superpower. Right, really good. See, like, it covers really all the bases. Ahead. Yeah, yeah, no kidding, right? But why I'm only not... a year? <laughs> you know, that's, that's as long as you need for him to sort of escape and not really be noticed. <laughs> so, Karate Kid's uh, got Brainy up. He's shaking him like a ba- bad babysitter, and uh, <laughs> glad it oh. gives him a zap in the butt. Says, hey, hey, oh. down. He's like, whatever, dude, and he jumps. He jumps out of the way of the next lightning bolt and then comes and kicks him in the face. Lightning this. Wham. He's had it. He's had it with his compatriots. He's feeling kind of angry right now. He's done. Oh, but now Monel's going to lay down the law. Really? I'm going to need 10 seconds to pick up Lightning Lad and go with him back to the 30th century. If you don't, you'll be using your karate discipline to mend every broken bone in your body. (laughs) I'm team leader. I call the shots. And Karate Kid's like, I was leader once, too, so cool it with a superiority trip, man. Oh, snap. He so, goes yeah. for a punch. Monel, of course, just... Just puts his hand up. The, puts his hand up, block. It lands with a force that would shatter steel, but the hand it hits is invulnerable and proves that for every irresistible force, there is an immovable <laughs> object. It's like, settle down, damn it. I... You don't want to listen to reason. I'm not going to force you to. So you know what? We're going to go back to the 30th century. You can stay here. How about that? <laughs> and Karate Kid gets on his, on his case. He's like, yeah, it's easy for you. It's easy for you. You're like superpowers and you, you're immune to all the things that ordinary people are afraid of. I'm human. I he's learned not, my art. He's not immune to lead. <laughs> well, yeah, except for that. <laughs> oh, but his superpower would uh, would travel back in time to before lead was ever formed. Oh, that's and, oh <laughs> yeah, that's true. I forgot about and that. And would enact legislation that would <laughs> <laughs> enact legislation. Of course, Monel's was... been dead how many times now? Almost as many as Karate Kid has been. Yeah, so, this is true. You know. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, just saying. <laughs> he got better. So they go, but everybody better. jumps. <laughs> They jump back in the time bubble and they're taken off and he's like, what a jackass. And Saturn goes like, well, yeah, but he's also right. Hmm. Lightning Lad's like, what? 
Look at Say my sideburns. <laughs> really? We all have superior sideburns. gifts. It's hard to understand the fears of normal humans. <laughs> Is she like a Vulcan all of a sudden? Well, yeah, <laughs> she's the Ice Queen. Highly logical. Well, we'll leave him here. We'll see how he does. Blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, the cops show up. Hey, you with the kung fu pajamas. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, Shaughnessy and O'Leary here. Yeah. I like them snappy threads you're wearing. Yeah. The you want to film a movie here, you gotta. You need a permit. Where's your permit? Is a permit? Movie? I don't understand. <laughs> Sergeant O'Connor, this guy looks like a foreigner. You know, one of those Bruce Lee types. Shouldn't you try and find the director, maybe? You trying to teach me my job, Sterno? Of course I'll check the, this out with the director. I was just kidding. <laughs> yeah, right. He's, he's all like, excuse me, officer, may I go now? <laughs> um, yeah. Sure, chum, just point me to the director first. Sorry, I've never heard anyone called the director. And he flies away with his Legion ring. Leaving some very mystified policemen behind. <laughs> Oh, but of course, his flight, ring, flight ring got damaged in the fight. Of course it did. So he's somewhere in the air, oh, no. and he's all, whoa! He is, he's no, he's two, two blocks left. Yeah. One block right. <laughs> oh, my. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, did we lose him? Yeah, I just dropped off for a second. I'm did you? That. Oh. Don't do that. You were blowing bubbles for a second, Scott. Well, what happened was I was trying to check out what was going on in the chat, and then I accidentally uh, hung up like instead. I just posted something for Paul to look at. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, Karate Kid's flying all drunken monkey, and he comes crashing down, barely manages to grab onto a windowsill and climb in the window, where, of course, there's a woman all by herself, and she screams. Oh! <gasps> That's what women do. Oh, man. That's right. <laughs> I do declare. I do declare. He's, yeah, I'm sorry about forgetting to knock, miss, but I was in a bit of a hurry. We're three, sto- three fours up. How? He's like, eh, How many blocks over? Let's just say, uh, it's <laughs> an advert- it's, I just have to, uh, my transportation broke down and I had to grab whatever came to hand. Wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. So he pulls his leisure ring off and just tosses it on the floor. <laughs> and that's, that's where Booster Gold picked it up and Skeets fixed it. You know? <laughs> no, actually, that's not where he got his. But I know, I know. I'm teasing. He digress. <laughs> so there's a story right there. That ring still got to be kicking around somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, Mr. Mind talking. is using it as a collar. Yeah. The woman's name is I Iris. I was going Iris in a different Jacobs. direction. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he's landed himself in a high school or a, a, a no, grade school. Hmm. And uh-huh. so he's like, uh, I'm a visitor. I need to learn about things. So I'm going <laughs> to hang out with these children. She uh-huh. talks about how quiet uh, school is. He's like, Oh, school so is my center, a, filled with gleaming is- metallic teaching machines. <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> uh, well, my nameless friend, here's the elevator. But if you don't mind, I think I'll come with you. 
<laughs> so uh, he came to retrieve something, a glass bubble containing my belongings. I left it waiting right here. It's gone. And only one other person knows enough in the city knows enough to even move it. Nemesis mm. Kid has stolen my time bubble. What a dumbass. <laughs> I can't believe I left the keys in the time bubble. I know. I thought they'd be safe underneath the mat, but damn it. This is my problem with the TARDIS right here. That fake rock never fools anyone. My brother's, no. my brother's gonna kill us. First he's gonna <laughs> shit, then he's gonna kill us. <laughs> so he picks up this little doodad that's sitting where the time bubble used to be. Because Nemesis Kid left it for him to tease him. He's like, ah, here's a coronal energy detector. You could find me with this. Wah, 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 wah. I dare you. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. So Karate Kid asks her if she, he can get an air car to that part of the city. She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Here's a bus token, though. Man. She probably so thinks she he's like slept at the disco and just wandered around the city in some kind of daze. You know. Say that like it's a bad thing. No, I'm just I'm just observing that she's handling this with, you know, complete great aplomb. Yeah, yeah. She's just like, it, oh, this is regular, every day. Okay, it's her regular Tuesday, Darren. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Help hobo dressed with a help hobo in a high collar and turtleneck. Yeah. Teach class. Let's go hobo Tuesday. Let's go hobo, hobo Tuesday. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So she gives him a bus token, teaches him how to ride the bus. He looks like he's ready to pull that handle right off the bus. He's just like, Why did Spider-Man never teach the Beyonder how to ride the bus? Didn't he? I think he tried to. Mm. It's hard to say. They're driving along, there's a dude with a gun. That's not like a gun. A, like a big gun. Looks, that's a big gun. That's a BFG. <laughs> it. It's a typical day on public transportation. <laughs> Suddenly he's like, it is New York City, but still. He says, wait, this is the 20th century. That gun is from the 30th century. Dun, dun, dun. So he what? smashes, he smashes his way out of the bus. <laughs> and Buddy shoots at him with the laser. Well, he probably had to because they, they never stop when you ring the bell. <laughs> nice little blaster you've got there, friend. And all of a sudden, he zaps him again. Cthulhu! Take a drink. Take a drink. Take a drink. Uh, <clears throat> he says, it's too dangerous a toy for a little boy like you. Whop, oh, kicks the gun oh, out of his hand. Could chop. Chops his arm and then judo flip. Kabam. Judo He's down chop. That's right. Chop sake. <laughs> so he, uh, it's not Nemesis Kid after all. Hmm. Future Tech Incorporated. <laughs> it's inner gang. It's inner gang. Yeah. Just... It might as well be, right? Exactly. This must be the place. He goes to Future Tech headquarters. He busts his way in. <laughs> like that's you what do. you do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. Nothing a little trespassing can't solve. <laughs> so he smashes the door and kapow. And as he walks in, he's confronted by the uh, seven dudes from the last Bruce Lee movie. Ooh. <laughs> Where's Chuck Norris? Uh, no, Chuck Norris isn't in this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, he can't. Chuck can't be contained in a comic book panel. That's right. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so they all, of course, they start attacking. 
black belt Jones there and uh, bald guy. So it's a ballet of Uma murder. Thurman. Yeah. No, there's no girls. No girls allowed. This, the, this, the, yeah. the one in the in the yellow suit. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Although it's a big bald dude instead. So if the part of Uma Thurman was reprised by, say, uh, yes. Kelly Savalas. <laughs> Who loves you, Jack, over there with a lollipop. Yeah. So that Karate Kid proceeds to whoop him old school, just kicking and kicking, boots to the boots. <laughs> Kicks the swords out of their hands, knocks them in the face, bam, 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 bam. A ballet of destruction. Yeah. His every move shows that he is more than the master of the art from which he takes his name. Indeed. Smash, crash, thump. It's it's like watching a Batman video, yeah. isn't it? From the he 80s, is the from complete the 60s. fighting machine in human form. A true champion of combat. Val Armour, the Karate Kid. Dun, dun, dun. Wax on, wax off. <laughs> so he's like, you know what? I'm not even going to bother taking the elevator. I'm just going to chop the door open. Cthum. That seems unsafe. Yay. Another Cthum. Woohoo. And just climb up the cable because why not? He, he's and watching oh, you. He's yeah, Bruce Willis. <laughs> it turns out he was right because there's lasers in that elevator shaft. So he does his best uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones there and uh, <laughs> wingles his way through. He sings all that jazz? What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he almost lost a toe. Oh, careful. Luckily. No muscle was touched, just his toe. <laughs> what a relief. He's going to have to get a shoe repair, though. He can't afford that. He can't even afford a bus token. I know, right? Jeez, oh, man. Rub it in. So... He says, there's no reason to booby trap the shaft at this point unless it's very close to home. So let's see where I am. <laughs> I've booby trapped some shafts in my time. It's okay. Hey. <laughs> that, I think, has a whole different meaning when you do it, though. Did you say hole? What? No. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so he kicks open the, uh, the door, goes out into the hallway. Hmm. Must be a hidden entrance to the Nemesis Kid's headquarters around here somewhere. So he... No point in checking all the walls, so I'll take the shortest way out. Straight up! Wha-bam! <laughs> he just likes punching through walls. <laughs> yeah, hey, he if you could punch through walls, wouldn't you, Scott? Oh, all the time, yeah, totally. <laughs> Especially Kool-Aid. if I was breaking into somebody else's place. Oh, yeah! Oh, And, of course, there's Nemesis Kid. He's like, hey, welcome, Karate Kid. I see you made it past my primary defenses. He's like, whatever. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> Giffen's not drawing this one. <laughs> so he, his power gives him suddenly a body of steel. So now he's, now like, he's uh, amazing man. Or absorbing yeah. man, I guess. Colossus, whatever. Uh-huh. Nice try, but it'll take more than a second-rate Pharaoh Lad impersonation. Oh, burn! Oh, burn! Oh, and there's even another Cthulhu. Oh, yeah. As the steel oh. fist of Nemesis Kid punches some machinery. <laughs> and a 
Coming uh, up is probably one of my favorite sound effects I've ever seen. Clong crash? Yes. Clong crackish. Clong crackish. Ooh. Clong crackish. And he pulls the rug out from where there's literally a rug that he pulls out. Yep. <laughs> That's hilarious. So whenever you pull out a rug, you have to make that sound effect. That's right. And Nemesis is like, what? You imbecilic half-breed. You destroyed my computer banks. Hi, oh, That's racist. It's all you I've s- heard. Half-breed. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, have you not seen what he's done since he's story. got into the building? It's, it's all he's done has been smashing shit up in the building. I mean, <laughs> why are you surprised by this? He's like, yeah, well, I'm going to do that to you, too. And Nemesis Kid grabs him in a bear hug. Oh, hello. And then hucks him out a window. (laughs) Of course he does. Whoa. So he flies out and somehow manages to arc his body around so he hits the side of the building going down. (laughs) Next time I'll remember to bring a spare flight ring. (laughs) So he jams his toes into the side of the building, I guess, to slow his descent, and then springs himself back up in the hole. <laughs> Dang. It's, it's like, ah, it can't be. I saw your flight ring get damaged. It's like, whatever, buddy. I'm going to kick your ass. So he tries to fight him, and my adaptation is shifting to the offense. Thank you for explaining yet again. But now he has nuclear power to shatter his atoms. Wow. That seems like a good idea. Yeah. Mm. Well, that can't Someone call Firestorm quick. Somebody's yeah. hacking his He's ears. not there yet. <laughs> oh, that's right. He hasn't been made yet. Firestorm mm. is just a glint in someone's eye. So, yeah, it's all well and good to shoot nuclear power from your hands, but if you're not fast enough to hit the dude, it doesn't matter. So, Karate Kid gives him a kick in the face. Well, bam. Or <laughs> whap. There you go. A nice bundle that'll sleep its way to the 30th century. Then Brainy can rack his convoluted computer mind for a way to hold on to you. He's like, hmm, I really enjoyed this. This is fun. It's like rediscovering I'm someone special, not just another one of the Legionnaires, but a hero in my own right. And this world, I almost forgot that there was an age when people did things. (laughs) Maybe this is where I belong. So he writes a note. Pins it to uh, Nemesis Kid's chest. Staying in the 20th century till I find myself. And as my fellow 20th century types are quoted as saying, "Don't call me, I'll call you." Because <laughs> in all this time, he's had time to watch some TV and yeah, find I guess. Cliche, I guess. Yeah. But you see, who's next, Scotty? Oh yeah, major disaster. <laughs> before he that was made, be before the before he got turned into a joke, Giffen kind of yeah. killed yeah. him too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. But still, it's nice to see Karate Kid making his uh, mark on the own. The only thing I wish they would have addressed is um, Projectra somewhere in this. But you know, they had to introduce the new love interest of That's Iris. So. Yeah, that was that was you know that was sloppy, I thought. Well, but, you know, and and later we would of course find out that his reason for going back was to prove himself to uh to Jackie's dad. And yeah. so we were seeing no mention of that too. So that that it was, it was a retcon, I think. It, well, oh, well, yeah. well, here's the reason. Yeah, okay. there was you know, it was kind of kind of a silly thing anyway. So why don't we fix that? 
Um, so yeah, so uh, Rick is, Rick Estrada uh, on art along with uh, with Joe Staten. Mm-hmm. And um, the art was fabulous as always. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. And um, you know, and 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 certainly, uh, you know, if you if you look like sort of during that era of of stuff that was coming out, you know, you had like Dick Dillon on uh, Justice League, and uh, I'd say this this uh, held its own nicely, and uh, and and I, it's I, I don't know which parts were Staten and which parts were uh, were Estrada, so it's kind of uh, well, Estrada was on that motorcycle <laughs> in that show. <laughs> this is true. You're right. I I had completely forgotten about that. Oh, Poncharella. I know, right? Uh yes. Good old good old Eric Estrada. Um. All right. <laughs> um. But not a bad start, if if a bit goofy in spots. No, it was it was of oh. its time for sure. So. Yeah. yeah. But. Uh, yeah, we're gonna see some interesting things happen. So we'll uh, we'll stick with this for a little bit. It'll be uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Yep. Um, um, nice little break. Exactly. Exactly. From all the and, cosmic stuff. And um, uh, just a bit of feedback on our conversation last week. We talked a, b- a bit about. Uh, actually, we were responding to Jim B's. Uh, feedback on the crisis episodes and uh so he followed up on that and said uh, as paul mentioned the main reason i hold zero hour in such low regard is its unceremonious dismissal of the jsa Uh fortunately johns goyer and robinson would later demonstrate the story possibilities of legacy heroes um true and, and he says and yeah i'll certainly listen to your discussions of the lesser dc events the podcast should be great listening i wouldn't <laughs> miss darren's take on on extraño for all the musical theater on broadway oh you wait you wait when we get to it it's going to be epic <laughs> he says he loves Estranio. he says it's not as if i'll have to read the comics again amazon's attack emperor joker shudder shudder mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh and uh he met he ma- makes i don't a- think i read emperor joker the first time uh, nor did i yeah. neither, neither did i so it'll be a first <gasps> <laughs> well uh, uh, because sometimes you look at an event and go yeah, but there's yeah, no. I, I I don't know if the, I don't know if there's any framing issues to that. Like, was that an in title thing? So I mean, we're less likely to hit. Well, those. remember they they had those years where they would just do things in the annuals. Yeah, like but it was it wasn't really a crossover. It was a theme, like the the ape one. Jail yeah. ape. Yeah. Jail ape. Where everything was gorilla based that year for some right, reason. Broad right. was huge, and it's like okay, everyone's turning into apes. Was Emperor right. Joker in the I annuals? I like that. One. I forget, but uh, I don't remember it having I an Emperor Joker was. number one or something. So, I don't believe it was. All right, so we it might be saved one of those, that like, fifth week special dealies. Yeah, we might be saved that, but he's got me frightened now talking about the Amazon's attack. It's like, oh, I forgot that was a thing. Yes, oh, yeah, Amazon's attack was a thing. It's true. Yeah, it's a thing that happened. I Poor Wonder Woman. Poor Wonder Woman. Was a messy one, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's either the Amazons are evil or the Amazons are non-existent with Wonder Woman these days, and I'm like, or Come any on. day, <laughs> or any day, any True. day since somewhere around 1960. Uh, um. <laughs> sigh. Oh yeah, you know what are you gonna do? Mm. Um, you know we can either have them around, and yeah, you're right. They're either evil or gone. Or gone. Um, yeah. Those are those are our choices. It's like. Uh, 
Mm. Yeah. No, Harumph. And I mean, Amazon's attack wasn't that long ago. And I've already completely forgotten about it. Thank you. <laughs> Until Jim brought it either. up. I had yeah. forgotten about it It wasn't that entirely. good. No, Honestly, no, it was not. it wasn't that good. And that came up right around the time that uh, Jodi Picoult was writing. Um, she wrote, like, two issues as a fill-in between, um, what's his name? Um, the guy who Alan was Einberg. writing. Yeah. Yeah, Einberg, who was doing TV as well at the time. And then Simone took over after that. Oh, she did more than two issues. Yeah. Did she? she? Did I thought it was, like, arc. three or four. She did a few, but it wasn't a lot. Yeah, I don't know that anyone was doing a lot of issues at that time. <laughs> no. no. Um, and to be fair, she had a, um, a, a fair-sized uh, uh, career as a novelist as well. So Yeah, she did. Um, that's, not, that's not on her. And I, I just think they, they plugged her into a very weird space in Wonder Woman's history. Well, and it was awkward because there had been such huge delays... Mm-hmm. Um, on the first arc of Wonder Woman, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was uh, it it was a real problem for that book, and um, and, and she got it because she uh, knew, uh, yeah. So she did. Oh, she only did like issues uh, six to ten, I guess. Yeah, it wasn't that long. Yeah, at all. it wasn't a long wow. run at all. It seemed like longer. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and it that's took not a whole to, year. That's not. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think her stuff. Came, came around fairly quickly but um well two of them i think were amazon attacks crossover so you know yeah oh, yeah um yeah she became the writer of dc comics wonder woman volume three series following the departure of fellow writer alan heimberg her first issue number six was released on march 28th 2007 and her last was issue 10 released on june 27th 2007 so she did at least get the uh, get, get the trains running on time again mm-hmm. um and that was pretty important, I believe, for them at that yeah, point. Yeah, because, I mean, Heimberg did the first five issues in um, in about... Uh, a year. Uh, oh, at least. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think you're being generous. <laughs> I am. Well, the annual was what... I We got issues one through four, and then that story was picked up in an annual that came out the next year. So the first arc of Wonder Woman didn't conclude for about a year after it started. Yeah, yeah. And Wonder Woman kept plodding on because they had already done Amazon's attack. It's coming out, blah, blah, blah. And we're yeah. like, well, this is great. Um, we're missing kind of a chunk of a story here. It's kind of important because um, it was all the uh, end of 52, how Wonder Woman becomes Wonder Woman again. Right, right. So, I mean, yes. it was kind of pivotal at that point to say, okay, if you're going to have all the Amazon's attack, who is Wonder Woman right now? <laughs> and what's going on? Because you don't know. Eh. Frustrations of a DC fanboy. Dot com. There you go. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> it is what it is. What can you do? Very true. Very true. Um, hey, is the uh, the Azarello run finished yet? It finishes soon, doesn't it? It's finishing it shortly. One issue left. Really. Yeah. Should get caught up. One one issue. Ah ah ah. ah, ah. So good. Yeah, I, I um. It was definitely a different take for sure. Absolutely, I'm I'm kind of I picked out a, f- a few titles that I'm kind of starting from the beginning on, and that's one of them. And uh, mainly because I it's been so long since I read any of it, mm-hmm. um, that uh, that you want to revisit with a clear. 
palette. Yeah, yeah, and I find I find like it, every, everything in it was so building on on the last arc that it you know it's it's not something that exists in a vacuum. It you know it's not a uh, oh well I picked up volume three that should be fine because every uh, every new arc is a new jumping on point. Yeah, no, not so much. Not not with this one now. Yeah. So uh, and and I kind of dig it because it's it's you know it is that that what if Wonder Woman had been a Vertigo series, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and that's kind of neat because uh, it it does it does very much have that flavor of uh, of some of those uh, the, those uh, mid nineties Vertigo titles. Mm. And then next issue. Is the Finches. So yeah, I, that, I, that'll, that'll change fairly quickly. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they. I can't say I've ever read anything that he is has. Has he written anything ever? Didn't he do well? Yes. Is he writing a Batman for a while? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Batman: The Dark Knight. Not a. Uh, not necessarily a. Um, Completely forgot about that. Yeah, not necessarily mm. such a great endorsement. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> he sounded very enthusiastic about it. I saw him at a sketch duel at the Fan Expo, uh-huh. and he was he was saying how he was. They were still sort of carrying on some of the stuff that Azarella was doing. Yeah, but also taking it sort of in a different direction as well. So, well, but he was he yeah. seemed very enthusiastic about the whole deal, and uh, it was really looking forward to it and getting it. And doing it so and and to be fair enthusiasm wise it's good yeah yeah well it's nice to have right you know it's nice it's nice to know they're into it to bail from the book yeah well i but but and and um i'm not i'm not a huge uh, a a huge finch fan in uh on either the art side or or the writing side i think i i think he's a he's a a real solid artist but it's just not my thing um But um, he's in a he's in a rough position, you know, hmm. because he's he's fall, like like it doesn't matter how good the book is, it, you know, it 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 honestly ends up not mattering because uh, because it does already have come with a whole lot of baggage in the in the idea that oh yeah you're um, you're um, following a, a an acclaimed run. So already, yeah. that's that's a tough spot to be in. True. Right. Uh, you know, you're following an acclaimed run, and uh, so so you know what the first mark against it is that it's not Azrello. Okay. Oh, right. uh, I will say though, even though it's an acclaimed run, this run's been really divisive amongst a lot of Wonder Woman fans. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's fair. It, Azarello coming off that run may bring other people to that book. Mm, interesting. So, you know. Yeah. That's not a negative against Azarello at all. No, I'm, no, I'm it saying, isn't. It isn't. But, but you know, the, the flavor a, a of writer, it is... A new writer, a new artist, maybe people will come back to the book who were reading it before who are like, nope, yeah. not, my, not and, my Wonder Woman, not and my Amazon. The, 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 the flavor of it is real different from any, from any Wonder Woman book that's come before, really. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, it, it was a complete departure. Yeah, and I think that was that was one of my issues with it was the Wonder Woman I was seeing in that in the solo title was not the Wonder Woman I was seeing in the other books hmm. that she appeared in. Her Justice League persona was just completely different from her regular Azarello Wonder Woman persona. Yeah, and, and that I guess... was that was really difficult to kind of like 
you know. Yeah, no, I, 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 yeah. I, I don't disagree. I just know, I just know we've got, we've, we've, because we've talked about that in particular before, and mm-hmm. I know a lot of people have, have, uh, have defended the, uh, the tone, and I'm, I'm sure they'll pipe up again because I, I'm sure I don't recall exactly the, uh, um, but you know, it's kind of that. It, you know, she's in a different environment and reacting to different people. Reacting and, to different things, yeah. and that's so, fine. So, you know, I mean, we, we act differently at work than we do on this show, for example. What? Well, <laughs> Matt, Matt doesn't. Except for Matt. <laughs> Matt. Matt's saying to everybody, that's racist. That's yeah. racist. <laughs> it's actually Matt's job at work. So there just you go. There, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> So, um, but, but, I yeah. wish. so I, I, I can, I can see that maybe make being some difference in tone, but I think, uh, you know, also like I, like I said, it reminds me, that series reminds me of an early nineties or a mid nineties, uh, vertigo book. And, oh, totally and, it does. and I mean that as, as high praise. Cause I love that mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> well, it's definitely in that more adult vein for sure. Yeah. No question about it. Yeah. So. Yeah, but it just maybe she acts differently when she's uh, when she's um, beating the crap out of demons than uh, she beating does. the crap out of Olympian gods. I don't know what the difference is, but okay. I mean, I'm I'm just no, you know. no. That, I, I'm saying uh, I'm saying in you know beating up demons and Olympian gods in in her book compared Versus. to hanging out with um, with with other with other superheroes. You know, other people with uh, with similar powers on her side. True. It might be a different vibe, maybe. You know, maybe it's that that whole uh, that whole diplomacy side. I don't know. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I think at any rate, this is going to bring that that stuff in in a lot closer, and um, and, and maybe that's going to help. Yeah. Who knows? We will see. We will see. Yeah, exactly. And um, unfortunately, Wonder Woman's one of those characters that tends to get. Every time a new team comes onto her book, tends to get rebooted in some form or fashion, and it's yeah. very hard for that team to like keep consistent from what happened before. But and I think part of that is because it's like yeah, so the thing that wasn't wor- that was that we were doing before wasn't really wasn't working for a lot working. of people. You need to fix yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. And and so it becomes a double-edged sword, you know. It's oh, like totally. it's like totally. what are they supposed to do? Continue on with the way the way it was, the thing that wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And yeah. Now, <laughs> yeah. well, Wonder Woman's one of those characters who's just. I don't know what the solution is. I, I know she's vital to the DC universe. I know she's a linchpin for a lot of stories, and it, it just seems like they just can't keep the ground running with her. But Azrael's had a wonderful run with her. Yeah. So as divisive as it is, mm-hmm. you know, she's uh, he's done really good work. So, yeah. you know, points to him and points to the, his team. And hopefully the Finches will do a great job. There you go. Cool. All right. I um, I, I have noth- I have nothing. <laughs> Welcome else. to Wonder Woman cast. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, yeah, hey, Wonder cast. Sorry, I sort of glazed over for a minute there. Did I, you? Uh, it wouldn't surprise I me. I got, I got no horse in this race, so. You're like orange, orange chiffon, so. The only, the only Wonder Woman that it matters is uh, the one from the TV show, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is the girl with the golden boobs on, son? Not yet, Dad. Okay. <laughs> That's all I need to know about. Uh, yeah. 
yeah, indeed, man. indeed. Very cool. Um, <laughs> all right, and uh, you know, you know, I mean, and uh, but you're right. We are used to very different portrayals across many different things. My favorite still the Darwin Cook uh, portrayal in um, in New Frontier. New Frontier, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. awesome. Um, she was sassy. Yeah, exactly, mm. exactly. Um, speaking of which, I think they're doing a. a, a, a they're. Uh, I, I. I was. I, I, it's funny. I was looking. They've. They've solicited a new um, deluxe hardcover of New Frontier, and uh, I guess it includes the special that came out a couple of years ago. And uh, and I thought, do I still have that? And I went over to. I've got the absolute of uh, New Frontier, and there. There mm-hmm. it is, tucked into the slipcase. <laughs> ah. <laughs> uh, so. Um, all right. Anyone got anything else? I don't think so, sir. No. All right. Then we're all set. So, uh, so yes, this has been Karate Kid cast. Indeed. That's, that's nice alliteration. I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Be careful with that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's racist, Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's going to be a hell of a logo. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> comedy class. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. We can't do that. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Whoops. <laughs> that, that was a complete mistake by Paul. I was still spelling it with a C. Um, <laughs> but it probably wouldn't have taken me much to go to that. No. Oh, probably man. not. No. Uh, yeah. All right then. So comments as <laughs> always are welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. Uh, you can join in the conversation on our Facebook page, which is at uh, on Facebook dot We are on the Twitter, we are LOSP Podcast, and in addition to all these things you can head over to our website, Legion of Substitute Podcasters.com. You can join and you can uh, comment on this or any episode. With that, we make our way back into the time bubble, and we're going to head back to the 21st century, just, you know, just a little bit after uh, Karate Kid made his own trip. And we're just going to hope that Nemesis Kid doesn't steal our time bubble. Oh, that'd be nice. And we will well, see... we won't leave the keys in it. Well, yeah, yeah durr. We're not durr. Yeah. And, oh, man. <laughs> and we will see you all next week. Antihistamines. Thank you.